Let's move on. Uh, and with that... Tonight's fun load is brought to you by Juan Valdez. Grinding my teeth. (laughs) Hi, Peach. Welcome to the fun load. What do you want to talk about in the fun load tonight, buddy? First, coffee. Okay. Go on. How much coffee do you drink in a day? It's a lot. Special case. Yeah, it's a lot. It's um. I'm gonna go with. Boy, it's a lot. Hot and a half. I make a pot in the morning. <laughs> let's just let's just go through it. I make a pot in the morning, uh, about an eight cup pot in the morning. I have a mug as I'm getting ready for work. Uh, I take a travel mug with me, usually a sixteen ounce uh, travel mug. I drink that. I then most days get a medium Dunkin' Donuts coffee on my way into work. I drink that. You're usually on your way into work. Wait a minute. Correct. <laughs> or, or on the way in as I'm going up to the office. So I drink the travel mug on you the drink, commute. On the way to Dunkin' Donuts. That's correct. To get more coffee. That's right. Did I, you have a cup before you left the house? Yes, I have a mug. Right. I have a mug as I'm getting ready. Then there's the uh, the 12 to 16 ounce travel mug. Now that doesn't hours. always get, that always doesn't, that doesn't always get, Finished. Because I'm at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> to then get what size coffee? A medium. That's a 16 ounce. You stand in the line at, at Dunkin' Donuts sipping the last of a coffee. That's correct. I usually don't take out the travel mug. I, I, I have a, uh, a shoulder bag, a messenger bag that I uh, wear to work every day. And uh, it has a slot you know, for, the, for a coffee cup or whatever. I usually don't take it out in Dunkin' Donuts. It's sort of, I feel like that's bad, you know, it's poor form. Um, yeah, I don't, You're up to 44 ounces of coffee before you've even got to It's like taking out your bag lunch <laughs> in McDonald's, is that what that is? That's right. It really is. It's like taking out a, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich while you're online <laughs> at, you know, McDonald's. Um, so I'm, I'm at probably about, I, I think 36 ounces of coffee is safe. Because I don't finish, I don't usually finish the mug, and I don't usually finish the travel mug. I just need it with me. Now, the 16 ounce medium that I get at Dunkin' Donuts, that gets finished while I'm at work. Oh, while you're at work, okay. Right. Then there's usually a pot on. Yeah. (laughs) In the the pantry. So I will. I'm sure you grab coffee once you get there. Yeah, I will re. Well, no. After I finish the sixteen ounce medium that I bought, I will refill that or fill it halfway, and I'll just sip on coffee. Then at uh, between twelve thirty and one o'clock, I make a Dunkin' Donuts run with my buddy Jess every day. Every day we go, we go grab. It's our little coffee break. We take fifteen minutes. We we BS. We catch up. I get a medium most days there. Uh, that's with a turbo shot. Of course it is. So that's now, the do you ever perspire? 
Or is there just no actual water in your system and you can't perspire? I've got you up to 60 ounces. Yeah, that's probably about right. Down at the bottom of the screen, there's a a running counter. So every time time you talk about another cup of coffee, it's like a tote board. That always gets finished. So um, then maybe around 5 o'clock, because I work till 6, maybe around 5, I will grab a cup of the leftover pot from the day. Um, or I will pour that into the travel mug for the ride home. That always doesn't that doesn't always get finished. Uh, but th- that usually gets consumed. Let's just throw ten ounces on there. Seventy. Seventy ounces of coffee. Now, I'm usually done for the day, unless uh, I'm going out to eat. You know, well, like going on. to a diner. This much, this much coffee. Is this to make you perky and peppy, or is this for your baseline? It gets you to your baseline, Steve. <laughs> I feel like it's probably baseline, Steve. Right. It doesn't. I feel like it doesn't have a tremendous effect on me. Um, I think sixty to seventy ounces a day is probably pretty fair. On average. Cal, you drink coffee? Yeah, 12 ounces. (laughs) Cup of coffee. Right. Cup in the morning. That's all I got. Me too, normally. I drink my morning coffee and I'm just great. Right. For a long time. But I discovered a a new K-cup. It's not new. It's new to me. Javalia brand. And I can't get enough of this... Javalia coffee, or maybe it's Gavalia. I'm not sure. It's Tavares. <laughs> I drink Tavares K-Cups. And now I'm so, up around the clock. Is it a, is it, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Steve. No, no. Go, please. Just I was going to say, is, is it a flavor that you, that of this Javalia K-Cup, or is it just regular? It's standard? simply called the sing, uh, Signature Blend. <laughs> Sing for your coffee. Just called. <laughs> sing, sing for your Tavares coffee. Why does? Why does? Let me ask. This is going to be a little bit of a sidetrack, but it, it has to do with marketing. Signature blend. Like that, that's that's not the only product that does like the signature series or the signature our signature blend. What? Have you ever, have you guys ever like sort of broken down, like been grocery shopping and sort of broken down what they're, what they're bombarding you with, like on labels and stuff like that? Like, and I'm, I fall for every piece of it. I'm such an idiot. Oh, yeah. My wife and I have a joke about Quaker, uh, Quaker Oats' wholesome goodness. (laughs) They used to have a commercial about their sugary, chocolate covered, Tapioca syrup holding it together, granola bars. All from and, goodness. And they, they never said healthy. They said, and it's made with the wholesome goodness, family's trust. <laughs> I mean, it's and amazing. we were just looking at each other going, well, I trust that. Don't you trust that, the wholesome goodness, the I family's trust? trust? <laughs> and, and, and I feel like signature blend is one of those. Like, what does it even mean? What does that mean? Your signature, you, you signed it? Your signature's it on it. It means this is the it's stuff we're willing good. to put our label on. Now deal with it. Yeah, that's right. Premium. 
our premium. It's a huge one. Premium. One. Premium blend. Premium this is our premium blend. Right. Yeah. What? Sure it is. You could have the regular coffee, or you could have the same coffee in a cup saying premium blend. That's right. It's the same stuff. This is the coffee, famous right? Budweiser beer. We know of no other brew that costs so much to brew and age. Did you ever read the Budweiser label? Yeah. They know of no other beer that costs so much. They're telling you we're going broke with the Beechwood aging. <laughs> Beechwood aging? Yeah. <laughs> what does that even mean? That's right. What is what that means? Wood? We there's wood. <laughs> so like the 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 piece of drift wood that I see at Sunken Meadow, that's what you're using to to filter the beer. That's and I'm just gonna I'm gonna be excited about this. Different beach. I have yeah. been to two Anheuser-Busch locations, and I took a tour, and there was no beechwood anywhere I saw. There were <laughs> giant steel drums. Yeah, where Maybe is there's the beech a beech tree drum? inside. A beech tree? Is that even a yeah. thing? <laughs> you just made that up. That's our signature blend. <laughs> RTU. It's a sig- RTU signature blend. Signature premium. You would be the guy on the <laughs> premium blend. You would be the guy on the Budweiser tour that's like. <clears throat> this I'm is sorry, our Beechwood yes. aging room. I have a question. <laughs> Where's the Beechwood? Where's the Beechwood? He's beach the guy wood? with. I, he's guy. He's the guy with the hat that have the flaps over the ears, and he's got a clipboard and a stopwatch around <laughs> his neck. I, I have a question, Mr. Tour Guide. You know of no other beer that costs so much to brew and age? Do you know of any other beer? <laughs> At all. At all. Where's the Beechwood, sir? I said, where's the Beechwood? I'm telling and, and, you, and, there and are the guys fish like... bladders in Guinness. Don't tell me their, their beer is not more expensive to make than yours. <laughs> the guy's bladder. like, are you from Coors? Who sent you? <laughs> Where's the beechwood, sir? I want to see it. Um, yeah, signature blend. Yeah, okay, whatever. And it's amazing how had I can be by all of these. You fall for it every time. Can't get I... on the East Coast. Remember that one? <laughs> no, what was that? For a while, you couldn't get cores on the East Coast. It was when like... was this? The cores, great... not cores light. Not Coors Light. Coors Light, you can get. Coors Light is readily available and has been my whole life. No, this is like this is before we were of drinking age. In schoolyards. But this this was something you'd hear your your dad and uncles talk about. Fresh from the mountains. Right, they use mountain <laughs> they use mountain water or whatever for Coors. Yeah, the mountain, mountain stream water. or something like that. Yeah. Premium signature mountain water. It's our signature blend of beer. What's another one? There's another. I, I'm, I'm, I feel like they're all of these are on K cups. I feel like the, how about exclusive blend? Exclusive blend. Single batch, or something mm-hmm. like that. Like yeah, like uh, fresh brewed. Well, I like Kona blend. Yeah, Kona because blend. they tell you right up Hawaiian. front, it's only like six percent Hawaiian coffee, and then blend. <laughs> blended with what? <laughs> Folgers. 
Right, blended blended with instant. Did you empty oh, a God. pencil sharpener into here? <laughs> what else? What else is in this cup? It's going to blend. The coffee that I had in Hawaii when we were on my honeymoon in Kauai uh, was ridiculous. It was it was just unbelievable. In a good yeah, way. Yeah, you had the it real was, Kona. I, it was the you know that was ninety eight percent Kona, and you know four yeah. percent rat droppings or whatever. But it was it was phenomenal. You yeah, think I drink a lot of coffee every day? In my life. It oh, it was so good. Oh, it was yeah. just. I, I mean, I I can't I can't even speak about it. Um, do you? Does coffee at night keep you awake? It is tonight. <laughs> in other words, <laughs> well, if you drink I, a, if you drink a cup of coffee at nine o'clock, will you will it keep you up? No. Ah, uh, if I drink if I drink coffee at night. I go to sleep fine, but I have absolutely rapid-fire dreams, and it's awesome. Oh, that's great. I would do yeah, that on purpose. I, I have like six-second mini-movies all night. It's crazy. If you I have coffee five. at three in the afternoon, I have to stay up till February. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa's like that. She can't I, have a cup of coffee like past 12 noon. Well, anyway, but it's just that time. Like you know, if if I if I let myself get like naturally tired after dinner and in the evening, if I have an evening coffee, even if it has caffeine, it doesn't affect me in terms of sleep. Right. If I have the three o'clock one, I'm doomed. Oh man! And yeah, today I, I had two. I had one at three you, and one at four. Both of the uh, signature blend. Gavalia. Is it Gavalia or Gavalia? Does anybody know? No one no, knows. No, I know. It's no one knows. Tasty stuff. They don't even know. Javalia. Yeah. Cal's, Cal's making Jet. a call. Javalia? Javalia. Yeah, hard G. I think it's yogging. <laughs> J might be silent. Um, I Do you guys have dreams a lot? Yeah. I mean, you remember your dreams and stuff? No. No. I have them. I don't remember them. On occasion, I'll remember them. Yeah, I don't. Is that something that with age... That you forget your dreams? Yeah, because I used I to remember. Well, you're you're just a very very artistic person, PJ. That's why. Your dreams are are little uh, little gems. They're wonderful. Um, I don't tell I don't you my dreams. You know why? Because you don't want to frighten they're us. Effing. Because <laughs> they're effing boring. The boring. Nothing worse than hearing somebody else's dream ever. Nothing oh. worse. So we should put dreams on the list with your kids and your fantasy sports teams. Nobody wants dreams? to hear about your dreams. <laughs> Don't do it. I can't stand them. 98.21655. Week of week. Week of heart. I got three heart songs <laughs> that I can listen to, and two of them aren't theirs. <laughs> <laughs> It was Heart one of them. Battle, Battle of Evermore. One of them's got to be Battle of yep. Evermore, right? Yeah, Battle they're covering Battle of Evermore live. That's the only one I can stand as well. Put me on that. Their list. Stairway to Heaven cover that they did in front of Robert Plant was really good, I thought. And the only song that they that they do themselves that I like is a song called uh, "How Can I Refuse." How can I refuse? How does that go? 
don't make me sing. Is that how it goes? <laughs> not, a very, not a very good song. <laughs> it's a studio outtake right before don't she stormed from the room. Don't make me sing. <laughs> how can I refuse your request to sing? Is that how it goes? You sound a lot. Got a, lot a really like terrible video that involves lightning and, and and crystal balls and stuff, which is I urge you it to look like at. Sounds like a it. dream. Yeah, it sounds like a dream. I'm gonna stop you right there because you just said you know really awful video and heart, and I'm gonna go ahead and say all of them. Sure. Because video, their videos stink too. Into the bargain. All I wanna do is make love to you. You stop. That's the worst. That's the worst one. If yeah, I, I know. if I never hear that song again, it will be too soon. Yeah, late heart, early '90s heart is not oh. good for anybody. That song is upsetting. That's not heart healthy. The li- oh, <laughs> cow, right? <laughs> like steel cut oats. <laughs> That's good it's, for your heart. It's the right thing to do, and the right <laughs> damn way to do it. You jackass. <laughs> Now, steel cut oats, that's something that could be on a label, and you actually understand what that means. Oh, these oats are cut. They were cut by steel. By men with steel. <laughs> that's a manly oatmeal. This is a manly oatmeal. And brawn. You don't want, like, macrame oats or something. <laughs> Crocheted oats. Hollow <laughs> oats. Hollow oats. Holland Oats. Adam Oats. Crocheted Oats was actually what they were going to call the band. You know that, right? <laughs> well, let's go with Holland Oats. Yeah. Daryl Hall was like, whoa, 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 wait, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. wait, wait a minute. Put my name on this, buddy. I'm here after I'm our Holland Oats conversation, after that epic Holland Oats conversation, I went and I listened to the album that has uh, Sarah Smile on it. It was a pretty early one. I think it was from, like, 1973. Wow. And it's one of the worst albums I ever heard in my life. <laughs> was it produced by Hart? <laughs> I, I don't know who produced it, but it, it parts of it made my skin crawl. I couldn't take it. Wow. And then in the middle of it, there's Sarah Smile. Sarah Smile. So they oh. had the one, the one hit, and then the rest they had was the ones I I can't believe they were able to continue. Do you have a uh, do you have a band that uh, like how I feel about Heart? Like like he's <laughs> we said the name of the band and I immediately had that reaction. Do you guys have give me give me one that just like I say the name of the band and you go uh, never never. That's a Heart song. <laughs> never. <laughs> Never run away. Walked right into that one. Hey, hey baby, I'm talking to you. Yeah, they're, they're all over the place. Well, you know, there's the Nickelbacks and the Creeds. I can't I can't even, nothing. Okay. Why, I can't hear I a note. Ask, I, I get Creed. But why? You do? Can the, you explain them to me, please? No, I get, I get the <laughs> hatred towards Creed. Oh, I, you don't get but, it, man. I get Creed, all right? <laughs> First of all, unbutton your shirt. Okay? <laughs> now you've taken a step in the right direction. 
said no one ever. <laughs> I don't understand the extreme vitriol towards Nickelback. You don't, huh? Then why, like, where did that come from? The backlash over Nickelback? The Nickelbacklash. Nickelbacklash. <laughs> That's what I was trying to get to. Thank you. What? I don't get it. Okay. I mean, they're not. They're not. I, they are not a great band. But why such hate? I don't know. PJ, any thoughts? Uh, first of all, his voice isn't real. He's a Muppet. His 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 voice is is sort of a Muppety voice. Is Frank Oz, <laughs> the lead singer of Nickelback. <laughs> Just that you know, hey who gravelly. Thing he's got going on, I just I can't even approximate it myself without hurting my own throat. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh, you could play one Nickelback song right next to another and interchange them, and maybe not notice that the songs had changed. Right, that's also fair. And that they do um, inspire, and and uh, I think an unreasonable amount. They're like Candlebox. Like, why do you uh, just leave Candlebox alone? It's okay. <laughs> they're not gonna. Well, there, why there is everybody article, so upset about Candlebox? <laughs> What's the you know? Candlebox was terrible. What are you talking about? They have one good the, song. There, there, there's a visceral reaction that happens. Somebody wrote about it. It might have been Klosterman. I don't. I don't remember. Probably. Um, some, somebody wrote about um, that guys turn on bands when they see women enjoying them, like their girlfriends. Like, if my girlfriend likes this band, I want to kill this band. <laughs> like, like Maroon 5. You leave Maroon Maybe. 5 alone. We're not doing this again. Are you at a payphone? <laughs> Trying to call home? <laughs> Stevie Wonder. A change I spent on you. The best Stevie Wonder cover band ever. Um, yeah, that's 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 a that's a good point. I have a number of bands. The the greatest example of that is is uh, the Raconteurs, where I no, I love them. Oh, but the person I was with at the time liked them so much, and so I decided to not like them because of that. I did I did do that. I was guilty of that. And then after we broke up, I started listening to the Rack on Tours and I actually wrote to her to say, I apologize. <laughs> I, w- I was wrong. I was completely wrong about the Rack on Tours. They're fantastic. <laughs> they're, they're they're amazing. Um so at least I was, you know, able to able to get past but that my my reaction to them was simply because she liked them a lot. And I was like, ah, I have Jack White, whatever. So overrated. Yeah. yeah, he's not overrated. He's probably pretty underrated, actually, as it, as it turns out. Um, you can actually do it a, a little more success if you think yeah. about it. Yeah. Rod Stewart for me. See, that's what I was talking about. I think, you know, Nickelback and, you know, those are modern bands. I'm thinking more of like a classic band that people yeah. like. Like, people like hard. Oh, okay. Sure, okay. Okay. Um. Rod Stewart's a great example. Does it have to be a band? No, no. Rod, Rod Stewart's Stewart. fine. I love every phase of Rod Stewart's career. I what love him with you? from '60s rock band to '70s sex god to he, crooner 
Aging stinks. crooner, I love it all. I'm with you, Cal. He stinks. I never, I just. There's not a song that he has that I like. Yeah, hated him. Yep, get him off. Week of the week of Rod, you wouldn't be listening. The week of Rod. Rod week. I'd be in if if Sirius XM gave him his own station for a while. I'd be on there. Wow, really? Yeah. So you no, like? Yeah, I really fa- like Rod Stewart. I've always, faces, always have faces and everything, and all phases of Rod Stewart. The faces, even him, faces. you know, singing <laughs> faces, faces. I wish I knew what I knew that. Um, yeah, everything. Hot legs. Okay. Maggie May. We got it. That's enough. Do you think I'm sexy? I don't. Forever <laughs> young. Love it all. That was, that I was, do. That was very good, Rod Stewart. Wow. <laughs> do that again. Good Lord be with you down every road. road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instant impression. We haven't had a We haven't had a good one like that in a while. Instant impression. You that don't count Disco Duck, F you. Disco Duck was very Disco good. Disco Duck says wow. F you. Thank you. Yeah. That was a couple episodes ago, though, Disco Duck. How about That's when true. he sang with uh, Brian Adams and Sting? <laughs> In what, the Gravel Off? What was that? That was uh, on the Three Musketeers soundtrack. Oh, boy. Wow. That happened? I don't think I know. Yeah. I don't think I know the song. Off, uh, let's do it. You mean the Three Musketeers that Charlie Sheen was love. in? All for Love, that's right. Yeah. The Oliver love. Platt, Charlie Sheen. Yeah, that one. Let's do it. Yeah. All for Love. Oh my I swear, goodness! I don't, I I don't think I know song. this song. Oh, you know this song. And all for I don't think love. I know that song. Yeah, you know it. Go look and it they, up right now. And they sing it like they take turns singing it because they're the Three Musketeers. Because they're, they're the Three Musketeers. I get it. I see a gravelly thing. voice. <laughs> My goodness! I, I think uh, I think I need uh, an education. This I is... want you to I want you to listen to it and then tell me that you like Rod Stewart <laughs> on that record <laughs> because I think I I might have found one for you. Yeah, tell you're me trying you to like, be a ruiner. You're trying you're to like, be a ruiner right now. I'm tr- ruiner. You tell me you like that phase of Rod Stewart of Rod Stewart, the <laughs> Three Musketeers <laughs> phase. The gravel off. <laughs> uh, to, to answer can the, get, the topic, can we get Brian for, Johnson for in here from ACDC, please? Can we just get him in oh. as the fourth musketeer? We're having a gravel oh. off. We can't have a gravel off. Too. Brian Johnson's voice? Can we even call it that? You've never seen a man try harder live. Do you ever see him sing live? What he no. does to his body and face to push those notes out, it's amazing. I can't watch that. Bob oh Seger's going to judge the gravel off, by the way. <laughs> Bob Seger. <laughs> Let's go to our judges. Bob Seger is here. Uh, he's going to be one of our judges tonight. Bon Scott, also here. <laughs> and Michael Bond Bolton. Bond wasn't too gravel. Our final Bond judge. wasn't too gravel. No, he wasn't. That. He wasn't. Michael Bolton will be uh, one of our judges as well. Lemmy. And Lemmy, Lemmy, Lemmy from Motorhead will be our last judge. That's just pure scotch that did that to Lemmy, though. Do it. Oh. And they will be singing All for One from <laughs> Three Musketeers. All of our I don't know tonight. this song. 
Uh, Why don't I, I know this song? Was it, I can't how wait you to listen to it. Song? Is that like a radio I hit? Like a WPLJ yes, type top 40? Yes, really? Yes, yes. I missed it. I, I don't know what happened. I can't wait for you. Can we, can we just, while we're here, just <laughs> give me give me your... Uh, 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 I, I want to. I'm, I'm thinking like cheesy movies, like or, uh, songs from movies that are like wow. Uh huh. Like all for one. I totally forgot that from Three Musketeers. Right. There's. Uh, it immediately made me think of uh, uh, Peter Cetera and um, Karate Kid too. Uh huh. Uh, I am a man who will fight for your right. Terrible. Just a just an awful. I was thought he was talking about a judge. <laughs> Like this guy <laughs> let me off the hook. He let me walk. And I will do anything for this man. Like a knight in shining armor. But he's saying it too. Right. He's singing it right to his right to singing it right to the judge. He's like Maybe leaning that was up the video. on the on the bench. Right. On the bench. I am a man who will fight for your honor. You're talking about bad, bad movies. The oh my god uh, songs from movies. Yeah, like give me, give me a couple oh my god songs from movies. Say you, say me. Ooh, that's a great one. Say it for always. Maybe is from. um, Ow. That's the the way it should be. Is that from the ballet movie? That's from White Knights. (laughs) They saved it for the credits. They saved it for the credits because it was terrible. And isn't Separate Lives from that same movie? Yes. You have no right. You have no right. That's it. That's Phil Collins and me how Marilyn, I feel. Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson. <laughs> yeah. You That's have no right. You have My no God, right. that's strident. <laughs> that's the same kid that got let off by the judge. <laughs> That's the response from the from the prosecutor. <laughs> I think we're yeah. going to make a ruling. White Knights has no good music. It's like not only no good music, but like offensive music. <laughs> <laughs> say you say me doesn't the, say you say me have like the weird bridge though, like this. So you think? Yeah. You gotta, uh, yes. Oh, randomly no. upbeat. The randomly upbeat double time bridge. What are you doing? But the whole world's got my dancing. That's why I'm telling you what. What are you talking about? Worst bridge in the history of mankind. Slow it down, Lionel. <laughs> what are you doing? So you think it's going to be? Oh no! And he gives he gives that brick house all oh, in the middle of it. Makes no sense. <laughs> say you, say me. It's just oh. like slow. <laughs> Slow, ridiculous, plotting song, and then all of a sudden, everybody do the funky wawa. Yeah, he had no idea what he was doing on that one. Awful. Now I, I'm gonna <laughs> say this, and I might get run out of the building, but I love "Take a Look at Me Now." I love that song. Sorry, I love that song. I'm not sure why. Are we just doing Phil Collins songs? <laughs> yes, I, I believe I believe we've moved on to the Phil Collins. We could go Brian Adams as well if we want. Right. <laughs> <laughs> What's the I one love, from? Uh, have you ever really, I love really, that Phil really, Collins song. really, 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 
Really, really, really, really. That's uh, Don Juan DeMarco. That's from Don Juan DeMarco, yes. How about nothing's going to stop us now from the end of Mannequin? Fantastic. Oh, boy. By um, uh, Starship. Starship, yeah. Nothing's going to stop us now. That's classy. He's driving off on the motorcycle the, with the us. The record bike public's going to stop you. That's what's going to stop you. <laughs> it's, a, it's a moped. Market forces. It's a moped. <laughs> Capitalism's going to stop you. People, people stop buying this crap. <laughs> so nothing is really not the appropriate word. It's everything. Stop. Right. There's a lot of forces at work against you here, I feel like. If only they knew. I, I, Who's wait, lining we go, up to get them? Can we go back to Against All Odds, though? Where are you guys on that song? I need a little support here. The song is fine. I am a huge Genesis fan. Okay. I know what Phil Collins was going through when he wrote that song. He was, was reeling he from Watching a Jeff Bridges and, and He was reeling Rachel from Ward? his own divorce. That song was extremely personal. It is and an unbelievably personal song. I think it's great. I think it's terrific. I think it was overplayed to the point of like being offensive. Right. But you were you were offended bad. by its overplay? And it's enough. You well, know I, how you I demand it's satisfaction. Enough. It's enough. <laughs> yeah, it's enough now. We got it. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a good enough. song. Okay, yeah. that's fair. No, I, I, terrific. I think it's a terrific song. Good. I'm glad I'm not alone there. Cal, you've 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 yet to weigh in, and you're sort of looking skeptical. No, no, I like I like the song. I don't like the movie. I like the song though. I'm not sure I've ever like the Brian seen Adams that song, movie. By the way, which Brian Adams song? Whoa. Stop the press. The really, 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 really. No, you I don't. You don't. No, you don't. Sure, I do. You just sure, I do. think you do. I learned how to play thing. it on classical guitar. Don't tell me I didn't like it. With the fish strings and everything? The what strings? <laughs> the thick strings, like the fishing line. Oh, they said, they said fish. You did say That's fish. That's what I thought. I said fish. Fish strings. What are they? They're like the really thick strings, right, on a classical guitar? Ropey nylon strings. Yes, I understand what you mean now. Okay. Yes. Can I give you my favorite song in a movie? Yes, of course. Your Honor. Can I? Can I is that okay? Is that okay? <laughs> can I, do? I can't wait, um, actually. Well, because it's if if we're talking, we can talk cheesy songs, cheesy movies, and I love the song, and I love the way it fits in the movie. And that's John Waite change from the movie Vision Quest. Whoa. Whoa. That's my favorite. That's my favorite song in a movie and the way that it matches up with the scene in the movie. Wow. It was changing. I love it. Well, what was changing was Matthew. If I have to, I'll get into it here. Matthew Modine was trying to make. Trying to make the the wrestling team, but he was trying to make it at a much lower weight because he was trying to beat the state champion. Yes, but he had to lose like twenty pounds in like five days. Sure, it was extremely unhealthy what he was doing to his yes. body. Very very unhealthy. And uh, and 
all of a sudden they're in the gym and nobody's paying attention to him and he jumps up onto the pegboard and he starts pulling himself up on the pegs to get to the top. And I think it's character actor Charles Jerning who plays the coach. <laughs> and he kind of just shakes his head and goes, uh, Loudon, I can't argue with you anymore. You got my support. Like, that was it. Like, he we refused to let him go through this with his body. But then when he saw him go up on the pegs and John Waite singing, changed everything. Now, John Waite was in the gym? <laughs> <laughs> with a microphone. It was weird. He was actually on the mat right behind him. People talking. He's sitting on the, he's sitting on one of the pegs. He's just like on the no, pegboard. He was at the top. That's Modine, right? that's Matthew yes. Matthew Modine. You've never seen Vision my, Quest? Well my prob no, my my problem with Vision Quest is that it casts Matthew Modine as an athlete. Well, look who's look who's all particular about who's playing an athlete in a movie. This was back that's in the what I'm saying. He was athletic what I'm saying there. Like Emilio Estevez, that was believable. Sure. I didn't I didn't see Modine in the in the same way. Emilio Estevez is a mighty duck as well. So as a coach. Yeah, but you there was the hockey. You could see it. Emilio Estevez can really do anything, as far as I'm concerned. He's he's a he's a national treasure. He's a good garbage man too. He's an the garbage man movie is fantastic. <laughs> men at work. Men at work. So that in the theater. Oddly no men at work songs. Saw so that in the theater. Fully expected to see now. Never yes. happened. Mistake. <laughs> at what point <laughs> is Overkill gonna play? Never played. I I feel like they really missed an opportunity there. You have a movie called Men at Work. Did no one think of that? Yeah. Why do I have to think of everything? We're going to collect this garbage because we're Men at Work. Speaking of Men at Work, did you guys guys see Stakeout? In the theater, sure. And if so, did you see it in the theater? No, never saw it. Excuse me. You never saw Stakeout at all? I don't think so. Wow. Stakeout. Richard Dreyfuss and Emilio Estevez. With my wife. That was what? our first date. My wife. My wife? Your first date was Stakeout? That was our first movie date. Oh, that's amazing. Did you go out for steak afterwards? Out for steak after Stakeout? It's not that kind of steak. Do you know what? We agreed to see it. We agreed to see it because she liked Emilio Estevez and I liked Richard Dreyfuss. Oh, Richard Dreyfuss? Perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> that was pretty good. Thank you. You've never seen Stakeout, really? I think so. Yes, I did. Ooh. Doesn't one of them's got a mustache? Richard Dreyfuss has a Rosie mustache O'Donnell. in that movie. Amelia. <laughs> Amelia Estevez has a mustache. Okay, but that's not a real mustache. It's a fake mustache. I don't. I didn't test it for the it. Stakeout, so people don't see him. No, no. Stop talking. <laughs> you're not. You're way off here. I, guess, I didn't see it then. <laughs> Look, if it if it's what's your favorite Estevez movie then? My oh boy, and yeah, we are all over the map tonight. My I God. done did it. Why you put me on the spot like that? Favorite Estevez movie? I done did it. Young Guns? No. Yeah. Go ahead. There's a song. Young Guns. 
Oh, shush, you shut your mouth. You shut your filthy mouth. I, lo- I love that song. I didn't say it was a bad song. I said there's a song from a movie. You like, love it's iconic that song. to the movie. Of course, it's from Young Guns 2, not Young Guns 1. Everybody thinks it's from Young Guns 1, but it's not. I don't know how many people actually think about it. A lot of people talk about it, Cal. You're wrong. People talking! (laughs) Well, he says Young Gun in there somewhere. (laughs) Yes. At the end. I'm a Young Gun, yeah! Something about being a six-shooter. Real six-shooter. Six-shooter or six-shooter? I'm a Kane was to Abel, Mr. Catch Me If You Can. Shot! That song's tremendous. He was in that movie, too. He was. So was Alan Ruck. Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off making his big comeback. Mm -hmm. Right before he got on uh, Spin City. Alan Ruck was in that movie? Yes. Wow. Alan Ruck becomes one of the young guns. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yes. Hmm. Uh, I love uh, Young Guns, the uh, the first one. Love that Not movie. The sec- you don't can like I, the second can one? Can I answer your first question? Like the, can I answer like the, the first question of which band do you hear that you roll your eyes and say no? Sure. The Doors. What? It's an immediate station change for me. Hmm. Any Doors song. Every Doors song. Every door song, everyone can't. You're you're not going to find one that pleases me. Go ahead, try. <laughs> Light my fire. Too long. That's a good point. <laughs> Break on through. Break on through. It's two minutes and thirty-eight seconds of goodness. Wow, that is really surprising to me. Eighth grader. <laughs> You're an eighth grader? <laughs> Let me show you my daughter's notebook. She just jotted that in the margins. Genius. <laughs> You're an eighth grader. Not even on the page, <laughs> in the margins. <laughs> like he's not even writing a purposeful poem. He's writing it in the margins. I never, ever, ever got. To, I mean, I, I, I really tried at the doors too. I, you know, bought the double album and the best of, and the, and I even was in a band that covered them at one point. And it, no, nothing. We covered Peace Frog. Did you guys cover Peace Frog? Oh God, the number of college bands that covered Peace Frog. No, I did not. <laughs> wow. Well. Just throw us right under the bus. That's fine. Whatever. You know what that's about, man? You know what that's about? Yeah. We all know what that's about. It's a, it was a fun song to cover. What's the matter with you? <laughs> you know what? I'm, I would bet that most cover bands improved on it because the original track is awful. Wow. You Wow. You You are very outspoken about this. I like it though. I like you taking a very strong stand against the doors. I can only take very like strong stand. Two very doors, strong. only like two door songs in a row. How about three now, doors that down? Said, I thought the, <laughs> I thought the, the movie The Doors I thought was was pretty darn good. I thought it was you know good film, 
not so saying the they're not you, interesting you people. The movie you didn't turn off, but if the song comes on the radio, you can't watch it. Or you can't listen to no. it. No. No, I don't. Wow. No. But two and a half hours of Oliver Stone and Val Kilmer singing Doris songs, that was fine for you. I like Val Kilmer. Nobody else does. That's why, I think why he never Morrison had Val Kilmer's charisma. That's why no one else. Like that's why it never never you're works. Gonna, you're going to tell me you didn't like the movie Real Genius? Love the I love oh, Val Kilmer, but nobody nobody likes him in Hollywood. That's why he doesn't work. Apparently, oh, that okay. I think right. hard to work with because he's he's a pain in the ass. Gotcha. I, well, gotcha. I don't I don't just like Real Genius. I that, love Real Genius. Yeah. That's a great movie. Tremendous movie. Underrated, and he's he's uh, fantastic and hilarious, hilarity. Grateful Dead is a bad song. Yeah, Grateful Dead for everybody. Real genius, although it ends well. Can we just can we just get to win in the end from Teen Wolf and just let's just wrap it up right there. (laughs) Win in the end. Win in the end. I gotta win the end. I thought it was always win in the end. It might not be. Wind in the end? It could be wind in the can. I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> you know the song I'm talking about, right? At the at the end of Teen Wolf during the game. Yes. Wind in the end. When the guy's up in the stand and he whips out his willy during the credits, that part. Yes. Yeah, that's not urban. That's not an urban legend, right? That that actually happens. No, it's just it's just a mistake caught on film and. Right. No one really caught it to a home video. Yes. <clears throat> Team Wolf, di- distant in the frame when they're running the credits and the people are jumping up and down in the stands, one guy literally loses his trousers <laughs> and is full full frontal for like a second and a half, quickly yanks up his pants, but like he was wiggling, you know, <laughs> there was yeah. motion. Nobody ever <laughs> edited that out? They didn't notice it. They didn't catch it. They didn't, really didn't notice it, and you know. But like, if it, like if it like if it airs on TBS now, would that be would that be edited? That that is a good question. I do not know. It's from <clears throat> it's from so far away that you really have to know where. Yeah, it is you, you to need see like it. computer enhancement to zoom it to zoom in to see it. Right. If you if you watch the end credits on TBS, because it's the long shot where they're running the credits, right? Right. And you 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 like you wouldn't be able to see it on TBS. You'd have to like zoom in and. Thank you, Crack. dot com. Win in the end. <laughs> win, win win in the can. Did you know? And I just learned this yesterday. The song "Winning." I'm winning. You know that song? Don't know it. I'm winning. Still don't know. Yeah, it. he says it a lot. Used to be in love, but it must have been lust in the bed. That's it. Do you know who right. sings that? Yeah. Who sings it? No, I'm asking PJ if you know. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know the song. Uh, count no, me I out. Don't. Heard this. Heard the song for what? Thirty-five years, maybe in various forms. Mm. Just learned yesterday. It's Santana. What? Yep. That's a version of Santana. Yep. I was I almost fell out of the car. <laughs> well, I'm glad you glad you didn't while it was while I was driving. 
doesn't take much I to get you to fall out of the car. Is that Tito Santana? <laughs> I don't <laughs> Or Carlos Santana. I, it was Rafael Santana. <laughs> it was Mets shortstop Rafael Santana, yes. Really? Tito Santana. <laughs> Professional wrestler. <laughs> I'm having a hard time with that one. That I would fall out of the car for <laughs> if I found out it was Tito Santana. <laughs> that I would definitely fall out of the car for. <laughs> he only sang one song in his life. <laughs> and that was it. That was it. Santana. Well, who's the, I who's was... the vocalist on that then? I wish I knew. I must know. I must. I'm going to look. Uh, was written by Russ Ballard. If that means anything to you. I got it playing now. Oh my God, it is. Yeah. That's a Santana careful. song. Wow. Holy moly. Alex Leiterwood. Ligertwood. Alex Ligertwood. He's a Scottish singer. What? Wouldn't it have to be a Scot? He it was, would. He's been the lead singer of Santana for the years 79 through 83, 84 through 85, the year 1987, years 89 through 91, and then 92 through 94. They keep trading back for him? He just can't. <laughs> he's oh, like yeah. Billy Martin in the Yankees. <laughs> he's like Billy Martin managing the Yankees. It looks like Santana has traded back for... What's his name? Twiddlewood? What? Alex... L- Ligertwood. Twiddlewood. <laughs> Alex, Alex aged. <laughs> premium Twiddle blend aged. Alex Ligertwood. Signature premium blend Alex Twigglewood uh, Fraggle Rock. He's good. All right, sang we- lead vocals on Crank It Up, a track by the Dixie Dregs on their 1982 album Industry Standard. <laughs> That song had to be in a movie, right? Winning had to be in a movie. I don't think so. Really? No, it was not. You know that song straight from radio play? It never seemed like it got radio play. Reached number two on the mainstream rock charts. Win in the end. Not that Not... one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're pulling for that one, aren't you? So, uh, wolf up, wolf it, uh, wolf out. How do I make this clear? Uh, no wolf, no part. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What director do you think uses music best in his movies? Cameron Crowe. <laughs> Drops the mic. Wow. Uh, I would say Scorsese, because he invented the needle drop. Um, so he's he's got to be up there. I mean, the music in Goodfellas, you know, go from rags to riches and, uh, you know, what what song's playing when they're beating the crap out of Billy Bats? Oh. Down below the ocean. That song. Uh, just the, the, the Scorsese and his needle drops and stuff. Cameron Crowe's very, very good, obviously. He's really good. Yeah. But I, I would I would have to say Scorsese kind of invented it. You know who else is great is Wes Anderson. 
Like Wes I Anderson love the way. Has, yeah, he's got a yeah. hand. Yeah. I love the way Wes Anderson uses music. Um, you know, you're talking about popular music, right? Not score, obviously. Not score. No, no, no. no. Yeah. Yeah, needle drop. Did I, basically. Did I tell you how into the "There Will Be Blood" score I got? Yes. Oh my goodness. I remember that. I was listening to it again the other day. It was it's so freaking good and disturbing. That movie is still in my Netflix queue, waiting to arrive oh, by you're DVD. So, you're so grounded. Who's bringing it? What are they bringing it? A carrier pigeon? What, how is it getting to your house on VHS? I don't know. <laughs> I, I've had Pan's Labyrinth in my cabinet here for 72 months. I don't are know you, what's going on. Are you, are you waiting for P.T. Anderson to walk it over to your house? <laughs> Gee whiz. Does that come before or after Silkwood? <laughs> I put Q2, Silkwood right? in my queue the day it came out. Netflix hadn't even been invented yet, but I knew. <laughs> One day knew. there's going to be a queue that this belongs to. <laughs> and Meryl Streep only had it. four Oscar nominations at the time. Think about it. She has 19 Oscar nominations. I mean, come it's just, on. It's just gluttonous. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I, I I'm getting to the point where she should be like, you know what, I'm good. I'm good. And do you know who do you know who she named as her uh, her favorite movie director? Who's someone after whose movies do you like the most? It's me, isn't it? Unexpected. But come on, guess. Uh, congratulations. I am Street, a fan. Whose movies do you like the most? Meaning, you know, creator, director, writer, whatever. Judd Apatow. <laughs> Close. Is it the Farrelly Brothers? Farrelly Brothers. Christopher Guest. Oh. How's well. that close to Judd Apatow? She said, because it's comedy and... <laughs> oh, wow. It's quite a net we've cast. <laughs> it's a broad stroke. <laughs> she didn't say someone like Coppola or, you know... Right. One of the Guest lions. It's friggin' brilliant. Chris Guest. She's He's like, brilliant. oh, Mighty Wind. Mighty Wind is one of my favorites. And, of course, Spinal Tap. She named every movie he had ever done. Right. We need a uh, a Christopher Guest uh, fun load where we just discuss the movies. We really do. It's going to be a giggle they, fest. That would be a giggle fest. Speaking of, we should, we got to end this. End this madness. Why? Because. I just had another cup of coffee. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm I'm wired. Signature blend. PJ and I take care of the rest of this. <laughs> we just hit the lights on the way out. <laughs> the amazing thing is, I just drank another like 18 ounces of coffee, and I can go to sleep right now. Oh, that's sweet. 76. 76 You're ounces. Probably we very come in today. When you sleep. <laughs> yeah. It's less it's less sleep, more crash. PJ, final unload. There's so much. There's so much to talk about in the final unload because we didn't get anywhere yet. We got to talk about Jennifer Aniston not being nominated, the Lego movie not being nominated. But listen, you need to listen to more Nerdist. You need to search the two Nerdist podcasts involving Paul Williams. They're called Paul Williams and Paul Williams Returns. 
they are unbelievably incredible podcasts. That is all. Go. All right, sir. Go, my son. Go. <laughs> Cal, final on those. I didn't get to do it last week, but congratulations to local product Craig Biggio, one of our old... Well, he's not a friend of ours, but he grew up in our area on Long Island, and he made it to the Hall of Fame. So congratulations, Craig Biggio. And congratulations to my partner, Steve Stampede, <laughs> who is a Hall of Famer by proxy because he was trained by Hall of Famer Craig Biggio. Correct. Congratulations to both of you guys. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Cal. Will you be making it to Cooperstown this summer when I'll I... Be, uh, you know I'll be there. When I get my by-proxy induction? <laughs> you get that, like, off to the side, right? Yeah, I'm in the uh, proxy wing. The proxy wing is nice. It's pretty nice. Uh, when you my... say friend of ours, do you, do you mean, like, in the mafia sense? Like, he's a friend of ours? <laughs> like... No, he's not even an acquaintance of ours. We don't know him. No. He happened to grow up in, the, like, two towns over from us. And when I was 11 years old... Are you old, just saying that? Are you just saying that to protect yourself now because he is in the mafia and I've said I too much? You know I can't say more than that. <laughs> and my final unload is... Um, uh, hey, Islanders. Thank you. Tuesday night was, was magnificent. It's It's really great to beat the Rangers. It's even better to hear Ranger fans say things like, Congratulations on being relevant again. Uh, it's okay, guys. It's okay. We'll give you one cup every 74 years. Enjoy. The king. The crown must have been very heavy because he needed the third period off. The king. The king. The king. Uh, that's all the time we have uh, here in the fun load. Uh, thank you. Go to uh, rtsports.com. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Do all of those good things for PJ Cachopo and, of course, my partner, Brian Calneva Calpino Caliente, Steve San Pietro. Good night, boys. Winning the What end. about love? Don't you want someone to care about you? Day destroys the night, night divides the day. The word. I just. Just turned Jim Morrison into Eddie Better. Good job, everybody. <laughs> Good night, y'all. <laughs>